friends, and welcome to the CU Insight Network podcast. My name is Lauren Culp. I'm the publisher and CEO at CUinsight.com. And it's my job on this show to have conversations with the thought leaders who support the credit union community. We get to identify those issues that affect credit unions and talk about all the best practices that exist so we can learn from one another and improve our credit unions. My guest on today's show, really excited to have him here. My guest is Jack Imes, the Chief Client Lending Consultant at Allied Solutions. Jack, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Lauren. I always like to start the show the same way. And that is to say that most of us, so we work with credit unions today, but most of us didn't know that we wanted to work with credit unions growing up. So I'm curious, what did you want to be growing up? Well, you know, early on, I was always fascinated with politics and the political process. And in fact, in college, I was a political science and history double major. So right out of college, I actually worked in politics, but then quickly saw it was a pretty brutal work environment. At one moment in time, you're in, and the next moment, you might be on the outside looking in. You know, my dad was a bank CEO and president, and that was the dinner conversations growing up. So I think it was natural for me to pivot to the financial services industry. And Lauren, as odd as this may sound, it's really been a fantastic career choice. That is awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about what the journey was like then from... And I, I can definitely see what you're saying about sort of the, the political uh, work environment. But tell us what the journey was like to your current role as the Chief Client Lending Consultant at Allied. So I've spent over 35 years working for credit unions and community banks. And I first learned about Allied Solutions when I was the Chief Lending Officer at Honda Federal Credit Union. So I had a chance to see firsthand the depth and breadth of what Allied Solutions had to offer. And I loved their commitment to their clients and their willingness to find answers and always be there to follow up and complete the project. So when they came calling, it was natural for me to team up with a partner I trusted so much. That is amazing. And then tell us a little bit more about Allied. So what is that elevator pitch that you might give someone to talk about what you do and where you really add value for credit unions? So it really is, Lauren, that commitment and passion the people here at Ally have, Allied Solutions have. It really is fun and contagious to be around. You know, the bulk of my job is to work with our regional vice presidents across the country and try to help them understand our clients, you know, the challenges they face and where potential successes may lie. You know, I've been on the other side of that table, the client side of the table, and witnessed so much over so many years. So as I mentioned, one of the goals is to help our folks have a better understanding of what our clients are going through. You know, I study their financials and their business plans to try to uncover opportunities to help our folks out. Wonderful. And it's always a good sign, I think, when a a client comes over to the partner they work with. Well, I want to talk about deposits because they are really on everyone's mind right now. And you know, when we were talking before, you shared about credit unions maybe taking a, a different path to bring together their deposit strategy. So can you share more about that? Oh, I'm happy to, Lauren. Thank you. And, and, and well, not surprisingly, everything needs to be digital, mobile, and online. And that is something the credit unions are already spending a large amount of their time addressing across their entire footprint, their, their entire tech stack. You know, in the Amazon age, people want it now, and they want it frictionless. Thankfully, even now with the deposits being a challenge, the technology exists to remove that friction and make the process better. And it shouldn't surprise you, Lauren, that here at Allied, we have vendor partners with those solutions. Credit unions are coming all at all of this from the position of strength. They have fantastic and diverse balance sheets. 
very strong capital, low delinquencies and charge-offs, the polar opposite of what we see is going on with Silicon Valley Bank and the like. And so I believe the flight to quality, meaning the credit union industry as a whole, will be and is very clear to see. Absolutely. And, you know, I'd like to talk too about the the member journey. And as credit unions, I think we've often sort of patted ourselves on the back for our good member service. It's been true for a really, really long time. And now we're sort of seeing this shift where members are equating good service to maybe a good digital experience. And there's really, I would say, a revolution there as consumers are kind of asking, is it easy to do business with you the way that it is for me with Amazon, with Google, with Apple? And so I'm curious, can you speak to that from your experience and maybe share a little bit about how you can see technology as the key to creating that better member journey? Yeah, I think your revolution comment is spot on, Lauren. Uh, Everyone wants less paper, as we mentioned before, and things that take less time, especially the younger generations. They they have zero patience. And I think about my 25-year-old son. But as the time, at the same time, not only do they want to ride away, they want the safety and soundness in this you know, wonky economy that credit unions can provide. So that's a perfect fit for credit unions and their member journey. It's such a pure motive that each and every day, the credit union industry and its people, they wake up in the morning and they say, how can I make my members' lives better? Well, technology is that bridge to the, you know, the future relevancy for credit unions. In some ways, the credit union industry takes their time is very prudent and deliberate. I was one of those people, right? And their choices and timing. And there's nothing wrong with that, Warren. In fact, that's a big part of what is going on today. So the timing, you you take the marrying of the experience of how people in the credit union industry have been treating people since the beginning of time. And the fact that the technology is right here on our doorstep, the timing really is great for them. Absolutely. And, you know, I know we all know sort of the benefits that credit unions can provide. But when we think of credit unions, a lot of things we hear this phrase is sort of the best kept secret, right? Where it's a really, really amazing opportunity for consumers, but maybe they don't know about it. And, and especially in younger generations, I think we hear that there's so much competition for younger generations today. And many of those folks tend to be turning to fintechs as opposed to traditional financial institutions. So, what ideas do you have about how credit unions can really effectively compete against fintechs to win over some of those younger generations? Yeah, without question, Lauren, that best-kept secret that you mentioned for credit unions, I think, plays except- exceptionally well in today's world. And that is, like I said before, at their core, they truly are people helping people. What they need to do and what so, so many credit unions have and already are doing this is to build that tech stack, tech stack to back up that laser focus on the member. You know, as uh, to repeat myself, credit unions wake up every morning, truly wake up every morning and are passionate about helping their members. And you know what, Lauren, thank goodness that will never go away. The, you know, the key part is marrying up that technology to make that member journey seamless. People helping people coupled with the fin- what I call fintech technology. But it, w- it is and will be a home run for credit unions. So as you can tell, my money is on the credit union industry. You know, they understand this and have that willingness for technology changes. And that transformation is well underway. As we look to the future, what would you say Allied Solutions' focus really is for the road ahead? I mean, there are so many directions to go, so many new things we see kind of coming out in the world around us. But what would you say the focus really is for Allied? Oh, I, I love that question. Thank you, Laura. What is unique about Allied Solutions? 
is its longevity and continued growth focus in the marketplace and its very deep and diversified product and partner list. Now, that's a lot, right? But this helps Ally take a holistic view of our clients' needs, being able to see what I call the whole chessboard to help our clients grow, you know, making us that trusted resource and partner to so many financial institutions nationally. You know, so how do we do that? You know, Ally Solutions is constantly looking, and I mean every single day, Lauren, to form new partnerships that will bring the latest in technology to our credit union clients. In addition to that, we continue to not only make significant internal investments like our digital lending assistant to keep our internal technology up to, date, up to date to better serve our clients, but at the same time, we also invest in external companies that we feel will be beneficial to our clients and their growth. You know, Lauren, in some cases, we might buy the entire company, and in others, we make an investment to partner up in what I call get a seat at the table. But either way, it's, it is to be our continued client's number one trusted supporter. You know, obviously, there's a lot going on across the financial industry space today. Constant, sometimes daily, sweeping changes. So here at Ally Solutions, we keep our eye on the horizon for all these constant changes and new opportunities so we can quickly pivot to help our clients. Well, that is just such a perfect way to, to sort of sum up, I think, what a credit union would be looking for in, in a partner. I love hearing more about, about what Allied is planning. And as we wrap up the show, I always like to have fun with rapid fire questions. Let our listeners get to know you a little bit better. We like to say that the questions are rapid, but your answers don't have to be. So if you are ready, we will dive right in here. I'm ready, Lauren. This sounds like fun. So what is a recent purchase that you did not know you needed, but has just become something you cannot live without? Well, my wife and I kept hearing and seeing so much about these um, flat iron grills. You know, but candidly, we really didn't need one, right? She and I love to cook. And I guess maybe the better way to say that is she's an amazing cook and I'm a world-class eater. So, (laughs) We really didn't need this new grill, but we got one and we have really enjoyed it. And okay, to be fair, she's really enjoyed experimenting with all kinds of uh, recipes. And I've been, I've been the benefactor, but it was clearly something we probably didn't need, but and now that we have it, we I don't think we could give it up. Awesome. I love that. That is a new answer for me, and I'll have to look into that kind of grill. All right. Well, when you hear the word success, who is the first person that comes to mind for you and why? So I love the story about Michael Jordan and that he didn't make the varsity roster his sophomore year in high school. And as the story goes, his mom simply said to him, get in the gym and work harder. Supposedly, that's it. Supposedly, that's exactly what she she said to him. Get in the gym and work harder. And, you know, obviously, as we all know, boy, did he ever. So I I like that story. So when things aren't going your way, whatever your gym is, get in the gym and work harder. And, you know, we have a CEO like that here at Ally. He gets up every day and works harder for our clients, leading by example for all of us. That is just an amazing story. I love the reference to get in the gym, work harder. Random question for you then. What are you listening to most right now? Well, of course, I can always get in the gym more, right? Can't all of us. But (laughs) as as part of my exercise routine, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, Lauren. For fun, I've been listening to one called Smartless. 
And and then I'm also listening to David no- Novak's um, How Leaders Lead. And then one I think that's pretty well known nationally called The Ramsey Show. But then sometimes I just find myself, Warren, going through looking at many topics that are covered. There's so many topics covered out there for podcasts. I really enjoy exploring a lot of new areas where I have zero basis and experience. Uh, and with podcasts, you can you can really do that. There are so many out there now. Yes, that is so true. It's it's a really cool way to would do that. And we are going to link to those episodes or those shows that you mentioned here for folks. If they, if you want to check them out, look in the show notes. All right, Jack. Any books that you have gifted, or you think just everyone should read? Oh, that's a great question. So several years ago, Lauren, I was being recruited by a bank CEO in Illinois. And the deal was done. Uh, and I was going to be their next chief lending officer. I mean, literally, I had the offer letter in hand. And at the last minute, the bank got sold. So right after that happened, the CEO sent me the book by Ray Davis, who was then the CEO. He's retired now. But then Ray Davis was the CEO of Umpqua Bank in Oregon. And the book's called Leading for Growth, How Umpqua Bank Got Cool and Created a Culture of Greatness. So I've given out that book dozens of times over the years, and I still do to this day. And, you know, among other things, the book talks about picking your spots and being exceptional at some things and not trying to be exceptional at everything. I love that. We are going to link to that book here as well for folks. I'll add that to my list. I have not read it. Let's say that the calendar is empty. What are you doing to unwind outside of work other than maybe grilling or or eating (laughs) grilled food? (laughs) I certainly do plenty of that, Lauren. But, you know, if we can arrange it, we spend as much time as humanly possible with our granddaughter, Savannah. And, you know, fortunately for my wife and I, she doesn't live very far away. So you can imagine she's the absolute joy of our lives. But outside of that, we are really lucky, Lauren. We live in Western North Carolina. So walking and exploring trails and lakes and mountains, and also all the incredible and amazing small towns that are scattered around where we live. You know, really, Lauren, if, you, if you've never been to Western North Carolina and all the listeners for the podcast, well, you really need to come and visit. Amazing. Well, we are going to link to everything we talked about today in the show notes. But as we wrap up here, my last question for you is, do you have any final thoughts that you would like to share or final asks of our listeners today? Well, that's awful nice of you to ask, Lauren. And thank you again for having me today. You know, I always like to say I came to the credit union movement late in life, you know, after many years in the community bank space. But as I mentioned before, the credit union movement is so pure in its motives. You know, the people helping people mantra. I I, I literally wish I'd have joined the credit union movement right out of college if I could change anything. I just love the fact that, again, it's that pure, everyday belief to make members' lives better. And so, you know, and yes, our country and our economy and industry are, you know, we're facing some challenging times. But I think the credit union movement is in a perfect spot with all these challenges we face you know, to to help people, to grow, to show that relevance of people helping people. You know, now more than ever, I think that will resonate with people. So I'm excited for what lies ahead for the credit union industry, and I'm thrilled to be in a position to help and in some small way be part of that growth. 
Well, that is just a perfect way to wrap up the episode. We're going to link to Jack's contact information on that for his team at Allied. So if anyone is interested in learning more, uh, you can do that from the show notes here. Thank you so much, Jack, for, for being on the show today. Really great getting to connect with you. Hope you stay well. And thanks to all of our listeners today for tuning in to the See You Insight Network podcast. And we will be back again next time. 